0: Spider-Man dies, but Spider-Pig lives. This is... Into the (laughs) Spider-Verse! This is Spoiler. Classic. What's up, guys? Uh, With us today, our superhero correspondent, P.K., how's it going yo
1: yo 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 very good
0: are you a superhero correspondent or are you the chris pine
1: death correspondent what do you prefer to go by <laughs> i mean i'll choose the the former because uh <laughs> i would rather not be an expert on chris pine dying <laughs> fair enough
0: <laughs> well i'm your host pappy and also joining us today uh we have regular money mikey tor mikey what movie are we here to talk about today?
2: Uh, today we're gonna talk about Spider Man, Into the Spider Verse, the new Sony
1: movie.
0: Is Spider Man all of our favorite superheroes here here now? I think it's yours, right, PK?
1: Oh, 100%. And this movie solidified that tenfold. <laughs> and Mikey, he's also yours.
0: Yeah, I, I love Spider
2: Man. I've always loved him. Um, it's, uh, like Spider Man and Batman, top one and two. So, he's yeah. up there.
0: Yeah, I, I think that like recently over these past couple years between Homecoming and and this movie, it's, yeah, he's solidified. I think he has like the best video games, the best movies, a big year for Spider-Man. But let's, let's jump Mm -hmm. right into the advertised content, into the Spider-Verse. I knew nothing about Miles Morales going into this. Uh, I like, I knew like there was some like controversy with Donald Glover and I knew that he was like some alternate dimension Spider-Man. But PK, for those of us who aren't, superhero experts could you explain the relationship with peter parker and miles morales and how that all goes together
1: so miles morales is yeah like you said he's an alternate dimension spider-man and uh in his dimension peter parker actually does die so the movie did it justice and um yeah he he takes the reins and he becomes spider-man in this alternate dimension and he has electrical webbing and he can turn himself invisible and it's freaking awesome
0: this spider-man played by chris pine by the way which is why i brought death or this peter parker
1: um i'm just gonna skip ahead to that because i i like i just want to dive right into this movie yeah because that's that like as a huge spider-man fan (laughs) seeing like the whole scene where he dies and then like the news headlines of them like announcing like peter parker has died and all this stuff dude that got me in the feels like so much because i've seen the movie twice already and, and the first time i saw it i was like oh my god this is emotional and i hated it but it was it was so good at the same time
0: i was surprised they went there i mean yeah it's like a really emotional death mikey i mean were you expecting uh this peter parker to die or did you know that was coming
2: no, I was actually confused by the voice because I knew Jake Johnson was supposed to be the lead actor, Dang. um, or the lead, uh, Peter Parker voice. So the voice caught me off guard. And then seeing him die, I, I didn't really know what goes on in this timeline. So that was surprising to me too. And it's like kind of really violent. Like Kingpin just sm- crushes Spider-Man. It's kind of gruesome,
0: which I love the design on Kingpin. Uh, He's like a big, fucking huge square, like black suit and mask. He's just this one little white head in the middle of it. (laughs) So awesome. So, his Kingpin's motivation, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think he's trying to build a portal to alternate dimensions to bring back his wife and child who were killed when he was beating up uh, his universe's Spider Man.
1: Do I have that? I have it right. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Kingpin. It's been a good year for him, too. It's Daredevil Season 3. Is he is he featured in that? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen Daredevil Season 3? Oh, man. I have not.
0: Does the live-action version of him look like the cartoon version?
1: He's, he's pretty freaking big. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just like the square mass of a human being. Um, but, yeah, so opening up, or er, on this spider-man miles morales is spider-man's deathbed he promises to use uh what does he call it it's like some key things like a usb drive the goober goober yeah (laughs) to to disable the the portal um but in the process of of learning to become spider-man he he breaks it and then he comes to realize that the Dimension or the portal that Kingpin was opening up has also brought in like all of these different Spider-Man. So let's go through those. Uh, Mikey, did you have a favorite of the Spider-Mans who are, who are imported?
2: Uh, I think a dark horse favorite is going to be the Nick Cage Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Noir. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> he had some really hilarious, like uh, time like him stuck in a in an era that is passed by jokes that were just like super hilarious to me and his voice i mean nick cage has such a hilarious voice on his own and he was saying all these goofy lines is it, it was pretty fun i thought he was a lot of he was a lot of fun in this movie
0: i love how he's like fascinated with the rubik's cube he's like i don't understand what this is <laughs> yeah. but i will <laughs> <laughs> because it has color
2: and in his world there's no color <laughs> It's so awesome
0: Yeah, I loved him too. He was actually probably my favorite. Uh, Also, shout out to Spider Ham. I think I called him Spider Pig earlier, but Spider Ham, voiced by John Mulaney, who has a hilarious, who's also had a big year, had a hilarious stand-up special that came out on Netflix. Um, he's he's kind of like a Porky Pig, uh, and he's like writing the line of like copyright law, and even at the end, he's like, "That's all, folks." And like, can we say that (laughs) legally? That was so funny. (laughs) PK, did you have uh, any other favorites of the Spider People?
1: Uh, I agree with both of you. I, I love the look from uh, Spider-Man Noir. I lo- thought he was badass. But uh, honestly, I think my favorite was was Peter B. Parker the Jake Johnson because <laughs> I, I was very surprised by Jake Johnson. I, like, from New hearing Girls. Seeing him, like, announced as playing Peter Parker, I was like, oh, that's kind of different, you know, because he's typecast as, like, the funny, goofy guy. So I don't know. if I didn't know if he was going to be able to pull off the, like, you know, the Spider-Man, like heart and, and emotion and some of those scenes, man, he was like, it was so subtle, but it was so good. Like the scene where, where Miles, they kind of tell him, yo, know, like, you're not ready. And he like ties him to the chair. And it's just that scene is so good where he's just like, you know, he could see how bad he wants it. But he's like, you, you, we've all been there. He's like, you, you're just not ready. I'm, I'm sorry. And you could see all the other spider men right outside the window, like, man, like poor kid. That but i was very impressed with jake johnson he was yeah he was great and like
0: he also kind of has this like sympathetic side uh where he's trying to he's he's a broken man and he and he's he's going over like what he's been doing he's like i made some bad investments or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's gotten like kind of kind of heavy set he's eating a lot of pizza um yeah so then just to touch on some other ones there's also a I don't know, like a a big Hero Six Spider Man. I don't know how to explain it. Like man by a big Hero
1: Six mixed with anime.
2: Yeah, I didn't understand what was going on. It was a robot controlled by a spider, and then she was just in the the robot. She was like she had like a psychic
1: like fusion with the spider. I think
0: actually, our rip the spider bot that ends up dying, unfortunately. And then we'd be uh, neglect to not mention Gwen Stacy. Uh Mikey do you kinda of describe uh Gwen Stacy as portrayed in this movie? Uh
2: Gwen Stacy is uh she's undercover at the high school that Miles is at, uh trying to find other spider people and uh she's also like undercover at uh Kingpin's lab where the Collider is at. So she's kind of playing two roles here. And uh she just kind of uh bumps into Miles and I don't know, tries to get information on this collider because she's dying. Every every other Spider Man is like dying in Miles' universe because they can't last there for too long. So they're all trying to get back home. But uh it's played by Haley Steinfeld and I thought she did a really good job. I mean, I don't know anything about Gwen Stacy, but they went through, like, a little montage of, like, her backstory, and she's, like, saving her dad from a bullet. She's – in her universe, Peter Parker actually dies, and that was, like, her best friend. So it was a really interesting, like, quick peek into that, uh, that storyline that I knew nothing about.
0: Well, I love how every time they set up one of those new Spider-Man, it's like they say the same thing over and over. And like, uh, it's like a shot of a comic book coming down mm-hmm. on a table. And it's like, let's do this one last time. And it goes through the backstory. And then like when we finally get to the Miles Morales Spider-Man and that comic drops, like you're so pumped. It's like, yes, he's mm-hmm. ready. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. Um, so let's talk about the bad guy a little bit. Uh, superhero correspondent PK, what's going on with Mahershala Ali, aka Uncle Aaron? What's his, what's his deal?
1: uncle aaron dude that was that was a cool reveal i didn't expect that um although also i don't know if you guys caught that but that's also the same character that donald glover played in spider-man homecoming thing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and uh i just i thought the design and and everything with his like the, the prowler you know his suit and all that i thought it was so cool and every time he came on the screen it had that like eerie music and sound like I, don't, I can't even like make the sound. It's like a little high pitched like tone every time he's like move and stuff. I thought that was really cool, but uh, yeah, seeing him that the reveal was so good because the the scene earlier with him and Miles like when he took him to go paint on that wall in the subway where he gets bit that was such a good scene because it's like yeah. Miles doesn't have a very good relationship with his father. He feels like he's kind of held down by him and he wants him to be a certain way, but he doesn't really want to be that way. And then you got his Uncle Aaron, who's just like, yo, man, what's up? Like, be yourself. He, he's like, you, you, you're you, a fucking killer artist, you know? Like, you got to put this up somewhere. And so I think he really earned that that reveal of being a bad guy. And you, it pisses you off. And you're like, fuck. But also, he redeems himself. And then Kingpin just murders him on screen in a kid's movie. With a gun, yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, that
2: was (laughs) pretty violent. I've never seen that before in, like, a wide-released kids movie. I mean, it sure happened like, Mask of the Phantasm or something, but that usually doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Straight-up guns.
0: Yeah, and it kept its PG rating, too. But I I liked what you talked about, like, the the difference between uh, uh, the dad, Jefferson Davis, and the uncle, Uncle Aaron, because, like, uh, like when Uncle Aaron's like scaling a fence, he like does it in like basically one jump as like the coolest thing you've ever seen, and Miles can like <laughs> barely do it. But then, like, when uh, his dad, the cop, I think this was in the trailer too, was dropping him off at school, he's like, Tell me I love or say I love you or something, like over the <laughs> loudspeaker of the cop. It's just so funny of the cop car. That's um, copy. Yeah, um. Let's, there's a couple of things I want to talk talk about too before we open it up, but uh, one of the the non-story aspects that I really liked was the the soundtrack too, and it's actually oh, been something okay. I've been playing a lot on my own, like just playing video games or ever since I got out of the theater, I've been listening to it on Spotify. It's freaking awesome. Um, mm. Did anything stand out from the soundtrack to you guys? Do you guys like it?
1: Yeah, I've been jamming out to Sunflower by Post Malone for like a month or two before the movie came out ever since that song came out like since I knew it was for this movie I was like man this song is so good and then I think it was the first trailer for this movie the song's in the credits it's called Home by Vince Staples. man that's a good song
2: uh that scene PK was talking about with the graffiti there's like a a really great song during that scene it's an old rap song uh but yeah i watched this also in 3D and just because of i wanted to get it over with in the day just the the lined up time-wise i don't usually like watching 3D movies but i just decided to do it today and it was awesome it looked amazing and the music was great the visuals were insane it was just a really awesome experience and in that underground scene where he's doing the graffiti and he's listening to hip hop with his uncle and he's having a lot of fun it was just really great to see it was so so well done
1: mhm
0: yeah i mean we talked about the soundtrack and you mentioned the visuals and that's that's kind of what i the last thing that i hear had here that i wanted to talk about is is to even like summarize the plot is just to do this movie and injustice because it's an incredible work of art. I've never seen this anything is
1: the first. Like I feel like real comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was a comic book on screen. <laughs> what, what what made it a comic book for
0: you? Like what? Why do you say that? Just
1: like everything about it. Like like even from the very very beginning. Like the like the uh, what's the Paramount logo or whatever. You, mm-hmm. you could tell it was little circles. Like like it was drawn. Like and then. Just like when he first starts to get his powers, he's like his inner monologue is popped up on the screen, like panels, and then Mm -hmm. a specific. It's very much like almost. Sorry to interrupt. It's like
0: Adam West Batman with the text, but like not cheesy at all and super awesome. You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. the, The one other one that stuck out to me was when he finally gets his suit and he takes that dive, that leap of faith off the building, and it has from left to right, it has like. I think like five different panels that pop up, and it's like it zooms in on his face each one. Yeah. Man, that was so cool. That was like
2: chills. That mm-hmm. scene was awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I literally got goosebumps, and then the the color palette the whole time too. It's like working on these like darker colors like these blues and a lot of purple too on the screen, which I love to see Mm -hmm. in animation. But yeah, I mean like the action sequences as well. It's like we talked about the design, but like the way the action is shot is is just incredible. Like it's, it's nonstop. It's frenetic. There's so much going on in the screen. Like I was telling, uh, Pat, before we started that I, I have to go back like this week because I know there was so much I missed what, what, was there anything that stuck out you said you saw it twice PK on your second viewing that you may have missed the first time
1: oh it was just something really small and, and just a like a fan service to me because I love the show like like you guys probably saw a lot of them too like when he was in Times Square they had like posters in the back like like uh, some of my favorites were there was a uh, spin off of uh, Shaun of the Dead but it said from Dusk so sean oh, that's
0: awesome. and
1: then there was uh there was some big poster with seth rogan on a horse and like you could see like a chance the rapper mixtape cover yeah, but it had like a floor one. on his hat but my favorite one the one that i caught the second time it was super quick have you guys ever watched community yeah mm-hmm. dude so there's, there's, it's like season two episode one or whatever community they they show each character like getting out of bed getting ready to go to school and there's a scene where donald glover wakes up and he's wearing a spider-man pajamas and he stretches for a second. And I think it was when he went to Uncle Aaron's house the first time. There was a quick shot of a TV, and it had that little quick second of Donald Glover in the spider <laughs> outfit. And I was like, no fucking way, dude. That was so cool. That's awesome. But, yeah, what were some of your guys' favorites if you caught any? That I didn't uh, yeah,
0: from from Dust till Sean, too. That that was always like the rumored sequel from uh, sh- or from Edgar Wright for Shaun of the Dead. Uh, oh, really? Would, I didn't know that. That's yeah, funny. which which would be awesome. Um, my my favorite line, and I don't think anybody else noticed it in the theater. Like, it actually my theater wasn't very crowded, and and maybe I can look up the box office numbers too in a second because I don't have those in front of me. I, I think it's killing it. Um, but but in my theater, like, there's one point where Doc Ock, who is uh uh, a woman in, in this universe, they're escaping her lab and, uh, they, they like run through the cafeteria. It's, a uh, uh, Spider-Man from, from our universe basically. And, and, uh, and uh miles morales and they're running through the cafeteria of this like science lab and then like all the scientists like get out their guns and like, they sprint out the door and one of the scientists goes they stole a bagel and then <laughs> miles like tosses it over his shoulder and like hits one of the scientists in the face and like takes him out like during the chase sequence. Like, there's so much going on, on the screen like you would never notice it but i just like busted up laughing <laughs> when i <saw> it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. I'm gonna let me look up the box office projections. Mikey, did you have any like favorite funny parts or, or anything else? Uh
2: I thought uh there's some really great scenes with the 3D uh when he's going into the collider, the original Spider-Man goes into the collider. He's like going face first into like all the particles and stuff and it's like amazing in 3D. Um I also saw like the Spider-Man suit from the video game somewhere in the credits. And that was real. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Uh, just also there was a Stan Lee cameo. That oh that, yeah. That, Dude, that, like, the broke very the last heart, one, man. I was not ready. I for wasn't, that. I wasn't expecting that at all. I didn't think oh. uh, he was going to be in this one, but, uh, yeah, that was great too. So he plays kind of like a curmudgeon, <laughs> uh, shop owner selling Spidey merchandise and, has absolutely no refunds. Uh, so <laughs> he kind says, uh, of fun.
0: what if it doesn't fit? And he goes, it will eventually. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of cool, I guess, because it does, I don't know, maybe metaphorically. But yeah, it looks like, so into the Sp- Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is the official title of this film, is killing it. It's going to open number one uh, over the weekend, making $35 million, which is a lot for like an animated uh, superhero movie um for sure so that's all i had do you guys have anything else any other notes uh on in the spider verse uh
2: i thought the female doc ock was pretty sweet i thought that was her character design too was awesome i thought all the villains looked pretty crazy in this universe so that's pretty cool
1: yeah i did like the different looks of the villains because like even like because i wasn't expecting that either like that reveal that she was doc ock i was like that was really cool but then there's mm-hmm. a scene Where, like, when they show Gwen Stacy getting sucked into the collider, like, right before she goes in, or, or, like, the first time when she's telling her story, right before she goes in, or right after she goes in, I think, there's a metal claw that fucking smacks against the wall, and it looks like the original Doc Ock's arm. So, it's, like, little Mm -hmm. things like that. It's, like, yo, it's so cool to see how they played off the different dimensions. They didn't just, like, make them look, like, slightly different. They really went, like, a whole new direction with it, which was Mm -hmm. cool.
0: Yeah. Like the green goblin too. He's like a literal, like troll monster. He's huge and like kind of an animal. That was pretty awesome. Uh, PK, do you have anything else?
1: Yeah. Dude, I just want to say like, dude, this movie, like they, you could tell the people that made this movie like love Spider-Man and they, they know how many people love Spider-Man because they finally did it. Just like Homecoming. Like I, that's the one thing I saw in a video before this, uh, we went on the air or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he, uh, he said, like, Spider Man Homecoming is a is a good film, but it's not like a great, the greatest Spider Man film. Because, like, one, he's not in New York the whole time. Two, it's just, it's just, like, different the way they, they go about it. Because there's so many, the stakes are so big in this movie with Wilson Fisk, like, opening up the collider and potentially destroying his, like, whole universe where miles is the whole universe. And so seeing him go from like, you know, zero to hero basically. And like that, that scene I was talking about earlier when he's in his room and he has to break out. And, uh, which by the way, that was a really sad scene when his dad comes and he like, oh literally can't God. say anything back, man. That's why, dude, that's why like, I love this movie. Cause it's like, essentially it's, it's almost like a kid's movie, but it's not hmm. like, like I, you can appreciate so much more like being an adult going to see it because like that scene was so like heartbreaking and I feel like kids will just be like oh whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But and I think that's something that animation movies like they get away with more. They can really like tug on your heartstrings because like there's been some animated movies in the past couple of years and I'm like these are like some of my favorite movies like of all time. Oh for sure, like Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh my God coco that movie was yeah, so awesome yeah and but even like that anyways, and
0: that scene that you're talking about too yeah, like the way like the production designs done like just the way that they can do an animation to show that on each side of the door miles webbed up like leaning against the door sad his dad like leaning against the door like the dark colors and yeah, the in that was the, such a good shot yeah in the shot it's it's so awesome um
1: some of the cinematography was really fucking good too like Oh yeah. The scene where he, he's gonna jump off the building for the first time and then he like runs back down and it's like really funny. But right mm. before he runs back down, the, the like cinematography of him standing up on the building, they have some really cool like wide shots, then they have really cool close ups of his face. I was like, Man, it just it looks
0: so good. It's just like i can't imagine how long this movie must have taken like to even like lay out those action sequences like you're saying there's so much going on like there'll be like a tracking shot where you're just like over someone's shoulder for like 15 seconds and it's just mind-blowing like it's the mental overload it's it's insane um mm. do you have anything else before yes or no pk or are you ready for for a ruling uh,
1: i'm good i'll, I'll right. hit it on the yes or no <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, I'll go first. Um, this is a hard yes for me. I gave it five stars. I have it in my top five of the year. I think it's one of the best movies of the year and might be my favorite superhero movie of all time. Um, and just to draw a quick analogy, too, like, compare this to like, Wreck-It Ralph, which felt so safe. Like Disney gave us two animated sequels this year both felt like they were playing it kind of safe. Like I liked Incredibles too. And I didn't mind Ragged Ralph, but, but this is just like such a piece of art. It was so bold. It was so risk taking. It's like, this is what animation can be and why it deserves to be taken more seriously. And why it's like one of my favorite forms of film. Um, hard. Yes. For me, I'd recommend anyone see it and try and see it on the biggest screen that you can um, mm-hmm. while you still can. So uh, Mikey, let's go with you next.
2: Uh, yeah, this is, Gonna be my favorite movie of the year. I'm on my Letterboxd list. I'm putting it at number one. Uh, I loved it. The animation is insane. Um, if you can, you should see it in 3D. The soundtrack is great. Uh, there's lots of hip hop. I always like movies with lots of hip hop. Um, <laughs> and people have been like begging for this Miles Morales story to be told ever since Donald Glover was like teased years ago and they nailed it on the first try and this is definitely like my favorite piece of spider-man media mm-hmm. now and i actually kind of really want to get like into the miles morales comics because he's hilarious in this movie like everybody's hilarious in this movie mm-hmm. it's funny from beginning to end but he's just like a really different take on a classic character and it was really nice to see that they nailed it on the first try and it's just amazing looking. You gotta, if you can see it in 3D, it's insane.
0: It's two hard yeses, solid endorsements so far. I actually just checked. Into the Spider Verse is the number one rated movie on Letterboxd from the year 2018, so it's beloved by critics, uh, fans. Spoilers, but is it beloved by our superhero correspondent slash Chris Pine death on sometimes occasion correspondent <laughs> PK? What say you?
1: Uh, absolutely 110% yes the, like I said earlier this movie made me realize again like why I love Spider-Man so much because it's just like I, I can't get enough of the heart of this movie and, and like you said Pap like this movie was, like had some balls like, like what we were saying with, with Wilson Fist straight up killing Spider-Man mm-hmm. 15 maybe 20 minutes into the uh, kids movie and then like him shooting a dude point blank it's just like they they went for it and, and please 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 Sony make more <laughs> give up with we don't need Venom live action we need more of this we need Venom in the sequel to this like please mm-hmm. that would be incredible oh, that would be crazy but just the message of the movie about how like you know anybody can wear the mask like I love how the line in the trailer where it's like what makes you different is what makes you Spider-Man like I love how they're all basically Peter Parker, except for Gwen, and and the Asian lady, uh, Penny Parker, I believe. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I love how it's like he's following in their footsteps, so it's like he he wants to be like them, but they're all like, yo, <laughs> just be you, be Miles, like that's all you need to do. And, and it's so cool. And like you said, they definitely killed his origin story, which I love that line from <laughs> spider-man noir where they're like where somebody comes in the house and he's like yeah man it's a hardcore origin story <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> that yeah. Was great. the prowler's his uncle and he's like man that is hardcore it's a Hardcore story. but it's it's a fucking great time to be a spider-man fan we get spider-man marvel spider-man for ps4 this year which before i saw this was my new favorite like spider-man property that that game was like oh That portrayal of Peter Parker might be my favorite. So fun. But, yeah, go see this movie. Go see it twice, three times. I'm going to go see it again. I haven't seen it in 3D yet, so I really want to go see it in 3D. But, yeah, this movie blew me away. I love it.
0: There you go. It's three yeses, one of the best movies of the year. Unanimously agreed. Uh, PK, thanks for coming on. Uh, We got Aquaman coming up. I'm sure it'll be as good as this movie. I just
1: got tickets today. I'm seeing it in uh, (laughs) IMAX next weekend.
0: Fuck yeah. All right. Yeah, well, we'll definitely uh, get back together to talk about that. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and we'll let Spoiler Man take us away.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Spoiler Man here. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Our spoilers hotline is 903 776 4507. That's 903 Spoil 07. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words.
2: That was spoilers.